0: What's up, Amp Nation? It is your boy, Mikey O, and our boy, Bryce Boudreau, had a chance to sit down with former WCW star, Crowbar. That rhymed. That's pretty cool. Anyways, check it out.
1: So we just wait. Oh, man, there he is. You told me to go vertical.
0: This is horizontal, dude. Are you serious? Yes. You got your vertical and horizontal
1: uh, mixed up. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, my bad. This exact this exact thing happened with Just Neal. I, I told him you I said vertical it, vertical was like this. It, it, I know, it, yeah. It said I had to put the phone like this, so now okay. it's like this. I'm so sorry. Uh, like I did an interview with Jake Manning, and Jake was like, "Hey, you need to start telling your guests to put the phone vertical because it won't let you invite someone if the phone is horizontal." So now well, I'm not cool. I, I'm. I'm just amazed this is happening. This is cool. I'm I'm
0: the I'm so not tech savvy that this is cool, but it I had the phone going this way and it was supposed to go that way. So here here we are.
1: Here we are. Well ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my guest, former WCW star Crowbar. How How's are you? How's everybody doing? How are you? Thanks <laughs> for having me on, man. Ah, oh, dude. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm very awe of I'm in awe of the tech here. This is awesome. Man, you go live all the time. I thought you were familiar with live.
0: Not myself, though. It, you pull you pulling me into this thing is cool. So I haven't gone live that much, a little bit here and there. But you you pulling me into your broadcast—that's awesome.
1: Hey, man, that's what it's all about. Like it's it, it's called the experience for a reason. You're experiencing the liveness, the awesomeness of two people. This is like Star Trek stuff. This is awesome. You're saying I sound old as hell. I, I know, but I no, 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 you, no. You you're saying Star Trek, and you got a clone trooper behind you. Are you a Star Trek guy? Stormtrooper,
0: stormtrooper.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Are you a Star Wars guy or a
0: big Star Wars guy? Big, big Star Wars guy.
1: Okay. So, are you a Star Trek guy too? No. Okay. <laughs> I thought you just Star, Star Trek. Star
0: Star Trek's for
1: geeks. Okay. Okay. I see it. I see it now. All right. All right. Cool. <laughs> so, man, anyway, so recently uh, we saw you. You were doing Rescue Mania, this this event that's going on up there. Two. Number two. Two. Tell me about Rescue Mania. Yes. Yeah. What was Rescue Mania about? Uh,
0: I've I've always had an idea about how to promote indie wrestling. I just don't have the time to go out and do it myself. I'm a big family guy, wife, two kids, love my family to death. I have a business, I have a physical therapy business. Thank God we're very successful, very, very busy. Uh, last year, a friend of mine was also a patient uh, from the Rutherford Fire Department, uh, Craig Scott. He said, I always see up on your Facebook, you're always doing these shows here or there, and uh, we really need a fundraiser this year. Can we do it? And I said, yeah. But uh, my name's gonna be attached to it. We gotta do it right. I. I don't like the half-ass things. I like them to go really, really well. Uh, and I always give people this speech, and I'm not preaching to anybody out there, but I've done independent shows loaded with talent and fly-ins and hotel fairs, and they've drawn nothing. And I've done shows with nothing but local talent, some of the talent so-so, and they've sold the house out. And it all comes down to local grassroots promoting uh and that's huge these days people don't realize there's so much wrestling between the network and uh, the other channels out there there's so much free wrestling on tv that you gotta promote and you gotta get those people into the building to experience your show a lot of people hang a few posters some people don't even do that they just put a few facebook things up there which i do that's all part of it But you need a grassroots movement. you got to assemble a marketing promoting team. One or two people can't do it. And uh, I laid out what I thought needed to be done in the air area. I said, if you do A, B, C, X, Y, and Z, and maybe a little L, M, N, N, you're going to sell this out. Uh, Two shows. The first one sold out, turned people away at the door. Uh, This past Sunday, we came very close to selling out on... Football Sunday in the fall. Uh, it was a great show, and it was all just uh, grassroots promotion. we returned to family-friendly entertainment. Who I've been told many, many times. I've said that that's a great market that nobody's hitting out there, and everybody left. Ah, oh, that stuff's dead. That's passe. It'll never get over it. it it'll never draw. People are more jaded. They're more jaded. They're more serious. They want to see the extreme, the hardcore, the flips strong style and all that stuff is great if when I broke in way back when I was the guy doing the flips and all the the tables and chairs when no when a lot of not nobody but a lot of the other guys didn't want to do it so I'm, I'm actually a fan of that style but being a business person I have a physical therapy business being a student of wrestling I watch wrestling I'm still very passionate about wrestling No one's making a huge living off independent wrestling. They're not. And if they tell you they are, they're lying. If anybody's telling you they're making a killing on their independent wrestling money, they're lying. Stop. Stop it. You're lying. So, huge fan of it. Very passionate about it. Uh, I watch wrestling. I watch the network in the morning when I do cardio or at night. And I said, there's a huge market. There's a huge market that's not being exploited out there, and that's the kids and the families. What uh, our slogan on our Facebook page, Rescue Mania Wrestling, is rediscover what made you a wrestling fan and experience again with your kids. Uh, My kids, they'll occasionally check out what's going on, on on the TV and they'll watch it for 10, 15 minutes and uh, they'll go they're on their iPad or they'll go play uh PlayStation or some Lord. What's that game called? uh Fortnite. They'll go play Fortnite. uh <laughs> If I'm downstairs and I have on like warrior Hogan or like with the undertaker versus Shawn Michaels or something like that, they're glued. Uh And, And I'm doing all all the talking here. I'm real, real sorry. Uh, No, no, no. no. You're good. (laughs) uh, I I always describe today's product. I think the athleticism is on a scale that nobody could have possibly imagined. It's incredible the way these guys flip and flop and land on their feet. And the athleticism is incredibly – it's off the hook insane. But I think in exchange for that, what's been sacrificed is all the stuff – I see all the bullshit that was fun, that made wrestling fun, the outlandish characters, the colorful outfits. You know, you see some guys come out with a badass leather jacket or long leather jacket or a half leather jacket, Hmm. and it's—I call tough guy gear. You—you go to one of. The Rescue Mania shows, we got guys in outlandish robes. We got red, white, and blue flying. We got all these outlandish outfits. And as a child, that's one of the things. Like, I I, I watched Ric Flair as a kid. I watched Randy Savage as a kid. And I watched him like, oh, my God, that guy looks effing cool. Oh, my God, that that's awesome. And then they got in the ring, and they could still wrestle. They were good. But there was this whole persona, this whole – colorful outfit and this whole mishmash of stuff that went along with it. And I think that's gone. And so we kind of brought that back. Uh, I really tried to keep the shows extremely kid and family friendly. However, however, uh, I really try to make it where the athleticism is something where an older fan like me, someone in their 30s, somebody in their 20s, somebody in, in their teens could appreciate what's going on. We had some gimmick matches, but they were all solid work rate. We had a match on the card that was freaking insane. It was Sebastian Cage, who's an East Coast light heavyweight guy that's just so good. Uh, I guarantee he'll, he'll, he'll be somewhere someday. Uh, extremely gifted light heavyweight going against Super Crazy, who was just happened to be in the area. We came upon him <laughs> two weeks out. An insane match. And so we had all the gimmick stuff going on. But we had a solid two, three matches that would appeal to a smart crowd. You know, we had Super Crazy against Sebastian Cage. We had Nico Rikos, who works regularly for WrestlePro out in our Raleigh, big East Coast group out here. Awesome. If you would like to watch the entire interview, check out the description for the link.